Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching F. SR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Shortly after the show, guys, our podcast goes up. So if you miss any of the show, just check out the pod. All you do is search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast, And be sure also to follow, rate, and review the podcast again. Just search iCouple wherever you get your podcast, and you will see today's show posted right after we get off of the air. Rob, some dunking going on in this uh, celebrity game. Micah Parsons got a couple of dunks, and Puka Nakua Gesundheit. dunking as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, um, Rob G, uh, speaking of basketball, that's where we are because the NBA All-Star Weekend is going on, and uh, – we got to talk some basketball. But Caitlin Clark, the uh, sensational player, women's player at the University of Iowa, last night, Rob, she broke the uh, women's record, scoring record. She needed eight points to do so and gave them 49. Show off. Oh. <laughs> you know, she went to the same high school I went to in Iowa. Is that right? Dowling High School. Her her mom was a year behind me, I believe. And uh, she was in my brother's grade. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I figured everybody it, in Iowa goes to the same high school. There's only one, right? No? <laughs> Nothing, Alex? Boy, that's that was, a bad that was Friday hilarious. night for me. I can't believe you didn't get a laugh out of that. All right. <laughs> Where are you at anyway? Oh, I'm in, Detroit. I'm in Detroit. Oh, you're in Detroit? I thought that looked like Detroit. Yeah, yeah I'm in Detroit. I'm in Detroit for the weekend. Just for the weekend? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's so cold here, my God. I, yeah. I, you know. You came east, buddy. I know. You went the wrong like, way. <laughs> February in Detroit. What am I thinking? I know. You right. saw I had my hat on to start the show because I was cold. No, I bet it's freezing up in there. Yeah. Um, all right, Rob G. So, USA Today uh, talked about Caitlin Clark in 
about the greatest basketball terms you could talk about her. So, Rob G., fill us in on this. That's right. USA Today columnist Nancy Armour wrote a glowing column praising Caitlin Clark, but not in the way you would expect. You know, obviously she broke the record and that's a big deal. But what she's saying, Nancy Armour, is that Caitlin Clark is transforming the sport of basketball in the same ways that Michael Jordan did. Here's an excerpt. Clark is more than just her game. When you factor in the outside impact she's having off the court, there's really only been one other player like her, Michael Jordan. He wasn't just the best player in the history of the game. He transcended sport, his and all others. He was a cultural sensation. He elevated the NBA because of it. Clark's impact might not be as widespread yet, but it's no less transformative. Interest in women's sports has skyrocketed over the last few years, and viewership during last year's NCAA basketball tournament obliterated the previous high with the final of Iowa and US and LSU, watched by almost 10 million people. Every game she plays, home and away, is in front of a sold-out crowd. In fact, tickets for Thursday night's game, when she broke the record, were the second highest in women's basketball history, college or WNBA. Why wasn't it first? I oh, don't I'm know. sorry. <laughs> Little boys and girls clamor for her jersey, and fans line up for hours before games in hopes of putting themselves in position to catch her eye as she enters and exits the court for warmups, or even better, get an autograph. Chris, I'm just gonna say this, and and Nancy's column, that's her opinion, and that's fine. I'm gonna push back when you know a college female basketball player is 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 put next to next to Michael Jordan that she's Michael Jordan. I, I I just there's a lot more that has to happen. And I'll tell you Nancy's column, if she told me that Caitlin is gonna go to the WNBA and turn that league, Chris, into a rival of the NBA. Well and- right that's a little much. Rival what I mean, what I mean by is you're selling tickets, you make it a viable, not where, not where she the grows. great, right. not where the greatest women basketball players could have to go to Europe to make any money. Okay, right. that's where you. they make their money. They play at home, but they have to go to Europe to make their money, and that that's my point. Does that uh, does that translate into? Moving, if she was to move the needle in the WNBA and really make it where people are watching, Chris, people are buying tickets, and people are like all into it. Now, now I would take a look and go, my God, she is like Michael Jordan. But I, yeah. I just, I find that hard to believe, and I'm not in any way, Chris, knocking her right. and what she's right. been able. I'm not. I'm talking about comparing her to Michael Jordan at this point of her college career just because of the rating from that one, you know, the, the really big uh, uh, championship, which, which, which was tremendous, and well, using that as, as she's Michael Jordan. I just think that that's I, a stretch. I, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, Rob. Um, first of all, let me say this. She is having an incredible impact on women's college basketball. There have been, I was trying to think of, I thought there was another female player. I I, I gotta be honest, I'm not that into women's basketball. All right. 
I never miss um, women's basketball. Oh. <laughs> the one pre- player that made me really want to watch women's games was Brittany Griner. Right. Because she was she was like the Wilt Chamberlain of female basketball. It was right? ridiculous. She might dunk. When, right, right. Right. She's blocking shots. And I was like, man, let me check this out. I feel that way. And actually, and then some about Caitlin Clark. Like, and my point is, what draws me to women's basketball is somebody doing something like so far and above everybody else that that makes me want to check it out. She's done that. Like, I, I, I want to watch Caitlin Clark. I'll be honest. Women's, men's. There's not a college player right now that I would rather watch play than Caitlin Clark. How many of her games have you watched uh, in her career? Like, I'm just, I'm just asking because, because Chris, I, I haven't mean, watched, most I haven't of the watched tournament any. games. I, yeah. I, I watch, I watched the highlights. I've watched right. the highlights, and I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like probably four I or okay. five. I watched the tournament games last year. So you or, did, you know, okay. The ones I could yeah. catch. But I'm just saying, like, year, I didn't watch any like games. I watch highlights, no, she, and I've bro, seen her. Rob, she is, she makes you want to watch. Like I said. I, there's not a male or female player I'd rather watch than her. So I, I understand where Nancy's coming from in that as far as WNBA, I'm at best, at best a casual fan. I ain't even a casual fan. I don't how, many, how, many, how many WNBA games have you no, watched? No, I don't watch all any, man. Right. I, don't, I don't watch it. All right. right? No, no disrespect. I'm glad they have it. I'm glad they have hockey. I don't watch hockey either. Right. All right? This ain't about a male-female thing. I just am not really into it. Um, but I'm into watching Caitlin Clark because she is so good and so dynamic. And she has brought me into want to watch their games. Like Michael Jordan brought a lot of casual fans in to want to watch NBA basketball. Now, I this is where I agree with you, Rob. If she goes to the WNBA yep. and makes that a league that now people – really want to watch men really want to watch you know that we're we're talking about Caitlin Clark and now we care about who won the championship and and they have had some great players but if she does that Rob then like you said she can be like Jordan but the thing is this Rob unlike men we're like College men's college basketball isn't really even on the radar anymore. Let's keep it real. It's all about the NBA. Right. For college for women, it used to be big, Chris. Chris, I come I I travel with St. John's. Me oh, it was huge. and Michael Kay when he was a basketball writer and Bill Roden, Chris, these are big people in the business, right? Right. We all travel with St. John's. Yep. It was I mean, men's basketball was huge. And now I would, I mean, I don't know, Rob, but I think you can certainly argue that women's college basketball, certainly right now with Angel Reese and South Carolina and um, Caitlin Clark, is bigger than the WNBA. And so I kind of feel like, Rob, when she goes into the WNBA, she's going to kind of, I don't mean taking a step down in competition, but it'll be a step down in terms of prominence. Like, you're going to have the NCAA tournament to watch her. 
everybody's going to be checking her out in March. Right, Madden. and that, yeah, I get that. But in get the, that. Right? In the WNBA, are people going to really be watching? If so, then you can talk about her like Jordan. Yeah, and, and that's what I really want to see. I think then you could really, like, put her in that kind of category with Jordan. I think it's a little premature, Chris, and that's the only pushback I'm having with Nancy. I get where she's coming from as far as some of the stuff that she has done yep. and moving the needle. But the, but but Michael, and you said it, when Michael came on the scene, and you could talk about the NBA and the players who were already there or whatever, he took it to another level. There's no denying Michael Jordan took it to another level. Yep. And yep. that's what we would want to see, to me, to make that a fair comparison. To say that, you know, you, you played – and you got great ratings in this uh, championship game and a couple other things, and that was enough. I, I think it's got to be more than that. No, that, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, she's doing a tremendous job on the college level. So far. But that league, Rob, I mean, let's keep it real. Bird and Magic, what they did for the NBA. They which saved was on the league. Tape delay, right. So saved the league, Chris. Obviously, the NBA was still more viable than the WNBA at this point. But that let, can she make that type of leap? I mean, that's that's a huge leap because they they really saved the beyond saving it. Rob, they put it, they made it incredibly popular. Nobody would believe Chris, like these young guys who listen to our show, that the that the championship game was on tape delay at eleven thirty after the local news. I can remember sportscasters. In New York saying, hey, if you're going to watch the NBA <laughs> championship game, uh, remember, finals, man. game two, turn your head and yep. then hold up the score yep. on, a, on a piece of paper, Chris. Hold up the yep. score and tell you to turn your head so that they don't ruin the game for you. The game was yep. already played. And that's with Dr. J. I know. And, I mean, there was nobody more exciting than Dr. J. He's on a handful of most exciting players ever. But it still was on tape delay. And you're right. And so, you know, she's a tremendous. And um, we'll see, you know, what kind of – but I do think, Rob, you probably agree with me. March Madness, she's going to be must-see TV. Oh, I I agree with that. I mean, considering what she's done, all the other stuff, and this is it for her, right? So so people want to get another look. That's that's another thing, Rob. What is she – Rob G, she's a junior, right? This is her last season. That's what is I thought. It this for is for sure. Yeah. Okay, because I thought I heard people so say they were mistaken. This is some it. people were saying she could no maybe pe- just get people the nil. No, people money were saying that. that um, I think the confusion is some people. I think it was Cheryl Swoops who suggested that she had an extra year of eligibility because of the COVID season, but that oh, did not count okay. towards it. So she's this is right. her final season. Okay, yeah. But Rob, it's it's unfortunate WNBA isn't that big because. You would want to see a player like this go into, you know, like how she going to do on the next level. But, but she might wind up, Chris, doing what might, all of those stars like Brittany Grinder. What, what happened? She was playing in Russia, right, when she got oh, yeah. in the yeah, trouble yeah. over there. Right. And that's where they all go to Europe and, and foreign countries yep. to make the big money playing women's basketball. And we don't have it yep. in this country. So that's, she might yep. be just like them. No, nah, you're right. That's the litmus test for her. If you really want to say she's in that atmosphere of Jordan, the WNBA will be the litmus test and how much she makes us tune in. All right. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, 877-99 on Fox. Caitlin Clark's been compared to Michael Jordan in terms of her impact on the popularity of the women's basketball game. What are your thoughts on this? 877-99 on Fox. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench. And go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Oh, my uncle's from another mother, my brother's mind, oh boy. Happy Friday to y'all. Chris, I'm glad you're doing all right, man. My heart stopped a little bit when um, we found out when you was at the parade, man. But I'm glad you made it through clear. 
No, nah, thank you, brother. Uh, I appreciate it. No man. doubt. You yeah. never know, you know, like when things like that jump off. You know what I mean? Right. Like somebody, We right. knew you were there, definitely. No, nah, I appreciate right. it. You held it down for him, though, Rob. You held it down for him. But I'm on this topic, man. I think your, your last caller hit the nail on the head, man. I think, and it's not just a white thing. I feel like her being from small Iowa, you know, middle America, the Midwest, mm-hmm. they have a lot of people that have very few rooting interests outside of these smaller sports. But my point on her is, you know, we've seen this before. Steph Curry was doing the exact same stuff with Davidson, taking them deep into the tournament and never winning. So I don't really know how you could say that her impact on the sport is as great as Michael Jordan, who changed everything not only through the basketball aspect but through his shoes, you know what? great commercials, yep. through everything else he was doing. So I don't think she's even close to being there. And, and you one know more what, thing, Sean, Steph, the Steph Curry comparison is pretty good. Right. It's I good. That up. And, I, I and think the other the, thing, too, the, is go ahead. Look, look what UConn and all those great names that Gino Oriyama brought out of that school who won multiple titles. Look what happened to them when they hit the WNBA. They left the face of the earth in terms of popularity, yep. man. The WNBA is not where you foster the next popular star. Well, that's why we're saying if she does if she all can of a do sudden that, make the WNBA right. popular, then we'll, it, you'll have something to talk about. Um, but, yeah, she, look, she's bad. I mean, the girl can hoop. And that that's, like I said, for me, and, and De- Diana Taurasi and Maya Moore, like there have been some fantastic female players. But I think what she's doing is different, just like what Brittany Griner did was different, in different ways, obviously. But at least for me, they've made me want to tune in. No doubt. All right, let's go to uh, Stanley. Stanley in Maryland, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Stanley? How you got, how you brothers doing tonight? Doing great. great. How are you, man? How are you? I'm blessed all the time, just like you guys are, man. All right. I just I just wanted to say this, and then I wanted to say another thing right after that. But um, as far as the impact, oh, it's definitely booming. And I'm a Taylor Clark fan. And she's not a baller. She's a hooper. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And the impact is booming. But we got to pump our brakes. Why do we always want to go 100 from the yep. zero? We got to pump our brakes. Well, now we going to Jordan. Like, how she get to the – I don't even want to go. No, but that's <laughs> – we, that, 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 we just got to pump our brakes, man. That's why we have the pushback. Like, like Sean right. just brought up Steph Curry. I think that Chris, little Steph Curry, Davidson, you know what I mean? People will follow him around like he was a rock star. I covered some of those games, Chris, the NCAA when he was playing. Remember LeBron went to his game. Yes, it was a big deal when Steph Curry. And and that's a a, a, a more real comparison, I think, than Michael Jordan. I think the only difference, I agree with you, uh, the only difference is that I don't want to say, for lack of a better word, like Clark is trying to kind of build something. Like the NCAA, Steph couldn't, I mean, the NCAA tournament was already great. You know what I mean? Right. Like he couldn't impact it in that way. And, he, you know, she has a chance to, I mean, Nancy too, Rob, it's not like the NBA, Jordan certainly took it to another level, but it's not like it was struggling at that point. Right. I mean, Magic and Bird are the ones who had saved it. And it was wildly popular by the time Jordan got in there. And, you know, he obviously took it to another level. But we'll see, you know, if what she can do in the WNBA. We're happy. But We're March happy to Madness watch her and see her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, March no Madness is going to be fun for sure. 
All right, uh, 877-99 on Fox. You'll be able to call in again next hour. Uh, we got Steve DeSager with the update before Greg Bedard joins us from Boston. Steve! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, thank you, Steve. It is the iCouple live from the Tyrac.com studios. Our next guest is the founder and editorial director of the Boston Sports Journal. We welcome in Greg Bedard. Greg, welcome to the iCouple. What's happening, Greg? Chris, Rob, good to talk to you again. Absolutely. Great to have you on again. Um, let's, there, a, a documentary has been released. We've just seen the first part was released today about the New England Patriots under Bill Belichick. And not so much what happened today because it's just the early stages of the Brady you know, era and they win the Super Bowl in, in, early in his career and stuff. But it's already been reported some of what players have said about how brutal it was. That's actually a direct quote from one of the players that it was brutal playing for Belichick or watching his relationship with Tom Brady. Wes Welker said he was like an abused child going back to his mother. Abused and, dog. Abused dog, I'm sorry. Uh, Gronkowski, Gronk said he wanted to stay in his car rather than going to practice. It was so bad. Like, what is your take on this? Because we all knew that, you know, Belichick ran a tight ship. But this stuff seems to speak to a higher level, if you will, if it's true. What do you think about it? So, um, you know, it's definitely interesting, and I've only seen the first two parts that have been um, released. I have not seen the whole thing. Um, I know what's been reported. Um, A lot of that stuff is not new to those of us who covered, basically. And I got here the middle of 2010, so it was Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski's rookie season. Um, You know, I, I, I covered the division before that, but I didn't get here officially till 2010. So I was here for sort of basically for the end. And a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, was not new. A lot of us were doing this reporting in real time, especially, you know, like Gronkowski had an issue with the Patriots about like, you know, they, they wanted him to squat, but he was with Alex Guerrero. And like, you know, mm. it was not a fun experience for um, a lot of those guys, the Brady Belichick dynamic, uh, started to go downhill pretty much after the Falcon Super Bowl, where Brady basically thought he had fought off Garoppolo, had earned the long track, uh, long-term contract extension, um, had won the battle of age, and Belichick refused to budge. And, and that decision not to give Brady the extension sort of uh, set us on the course for you know what happened in the latter stages. But, um, you know, I will say so far, um, I will say they – the, the documentary is extremely well done. Um, it's on like a 30 for 30 level. Um, you know, I, I think the Patriots fans will absolutely love it. I think that NFL fans at large will learn a lot um, later on with like the Aaron Hernandez episodes, of course, uh, the final episodes about the decline of Brady and Belichick, I'm sure will be of interest. And it could serve for, you know, lessons for, say, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs about, you know, how things can break apart when you think things are going so well. So, um, you know, definitely um, interesting and, and, and a good product. So, so tell us, I mean, some of the players are complaining about Belichick and, and I don't have any examples. You, you said, you know, you, you've been there, you watched 
What, what kind of a coach is he other than maybe holding people accountable? Is he a yeller? Is he Does he demean people? Like, I'm trying to get a feel for what does he do where, where people were saying, you know, they, they wanted to stay in their car and not go to practice. I think I, I think what's interesting is, um, and you see this, I want to say it's in the second episode when Adam Vinatieri talks about how, you know, uh, you know, the team had previously been Drew Bledsoe's team. And then when Tom Brady sort of um, came on in, in 2001 and they started winning games and gaining confidence, Vinatieri had a very prescient quote about how, it felt like it was our team. It wasn't the owner's team. It wasn't Bill's team. It was our team because it had gone from being star quarterback, at least perceptionally, Drew Bledsoe is his team. He's the face of the franchise. He's got the $100 million uh, contract. And so, you know, everybody sort of took their cues from that. Everybody, but when Tom, who, you know, 199th pick all of a sudden rose and outplayed and they're winning games. Now, all of a sudden, everybody was on the same level as far as the team and about how that, that really changed the attitude of the team and emboldened them. And I think, you know, I think what we're going to see is after that Falcon Super Bowl, and Brady didn't get what he wanted. Brady changed. He wasn't with the program. And, And so I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think what's going to come across in this documentary, I think it's the truth from, from the people that I know, people that I've talked to over the years. Bill's never really changed. Bill's been the exact same guy. Now, is that good, bad, or with the modern athletes right. and all that stuff? We, you know, it, who, 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 can, who can say? But there's no question that Tom changed a little bit, said, I'm going to do a little bit more for me because Bill's not going to do anything for me. And that – did not mess with Bill. And I think Bill always sort of wanted, ideally, the team that he had from 2001 to 2004 where everybody was on the same level, no divas, no big money contracts. Right. That was the ideal for him, and it got away from him. Were you, that's interesting. Go, go, you got something you no, want to follow ahead, I'm, just, I'm just saying that that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I want to ask you, um, how surprised were you that Belichick didn't get a head coaching job, and do you think it's likely that he will not never get another NFL head coaching job? Uh, I was a bit surprised from what I understood. I think that Bill ha- thought he had the Falcons job wrapped up. I think that, that he thought that that was going to happen. I think it factored into him agreeing to go along with the song and dance with Robert with the press conference. People I talked to said that, that Bill was in a really good space um, during that whole time after the press conference, because I think he, he knew he had another job lined up. So he was just like, yeah, yeah whatever, Robert. As right. long as I get my money, uh, whatever. I'll do your song and dance right. in front of the media, the the elegant solution you want. Fine, right. because I know what I'm going to I'm going to get my money from you, and I'm going to get another job. And things change. Now, do I think he's going to get a head job a year from now? It depends what jobs are open. Like you know, it's going to take a very um, brash—not brash, but um, a very confident owner, uh, a confident GM, people who under who understand what the deal is. Like I think, ideally, like if the Eagles come open, uh, it, it, there's little doubt in my mind that Bill Belichick slides in there. Howie Rosen would be fine with it. Right. They're fine. The Eagles have been fine 
changing out coaches if they right. have to. Like, so it all depends on what jobs are open. How about in San Francisco? If they, uh, uh, how many how many Super Bowls can you choke down before they make a change? <laughs> uh, de- definitely a good point. Um, you know, I I don't think they're close to that. Dallas is certainly a team to keep an eye on. Uh, yep. You know, who and knows? Jerry already come- said that he could work with him. He's already put that out in the uh, universe, right? Without question. What happens if the Jets come open? You know, Robert Sala, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and Bill Belichick get get along. It would come full circle with Bill going back. Now, to let me Jets. say this: If Giants. I'm the Jets, I would not accept Bill Belichick as coach because he because he, he left him at the altar back then yeah. and quit. I, I just, just on principle, not. Do you know what I mean? Like on principle. I, I just wouldn't do it because he took the job and then one day later he quit. I just – I would not hire that guy back. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good point. I mean, new ownership, Woody came on after that. That was the whole transition period and why – part of the reason why Belichick said no because they were tra- tra- uh, transitioning from Leon Hess to Woody Johnson. Hey, I want to ask you guys because you guys have been around and, and are experienced. So, so one of my takeaways from this documentary, and I want to see if you agree with it, I really, really do not like the timing of this. I do not think it's fair to Belichick. I think it's it's pretty shady. It's pretty convenient that, you know, weeks after Bill Belichick is fired and the quote unquote dynasty that this that this documentary is named for ends. Like you right. know, and to me And wasn't it like, like Robert Kraft like kinda his production company or at least has something to do with it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you can't. It flickers at the end, but you see it says copyright Craft Dynasty LLC. So wow. now this is the Craft Dynasty named. And by the way, I went back and I looked at at my uh, press releases, and we knew this was coming. They had announced about a year ago that they had commissioned this documentary. We didn't get the first teaser that of of an indication of when it was going to come until November sixteenth. This past season, this past year, that just happened to be the bye week for the Patriots after they lost to the Colts and when there were reports that the Patriots had a decision to move on from Bill Belichick. Are you telling me it's just convenient timing that, you know, that, that it wasn't the Kraft saying, giving Apple the green light saying, hey, right. we're getting rid of Bill after this. Go ahead with the doc. Release it as soon as the season's over. Yeah, it it, it 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 actually gives credence to what you said about you know the press conference kind of being not not being as chummy as it looked, you know, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. if this is what they're gonna do to him, you know, and release this afterwards. But yeah, it's um, it is interesting timing. It, it and I also just think timing. it's he's. I don't think it's fair to Bill. And again, I haven't seen the whole thing, so I don't know what the whole. Right. Composition looks like. It started out positive, right? From what you've seen. Pardon? It's it starts out positive, right? From what you've seen so far. Oh, it's, yeah. There's definitely positive, but you could tell like Bill is completely uncomfortable with this. He doesn't want to be there. It looks like a hostage video. He was basically like, I from what I understand, these interviews were were filmed last summer, and so mm. this is at a time when him and the Crafts are not getting along. The team is not going well. We don't know what the future is for him. He almost got fired the, the the year before. He had the whole Matt Patricia thing. Now the Crafts have come in with Bill O'Brien. Right, and we're we, going to sign Gerard Mayo to a contract extension. There's, like, there's a lot of crap going on. Yeah, and, Greg, uh, we got to run. You know how this works. We got Bill. Thank insight. you for the information. Yes. Definitely. Hey, 
Anytime, guys. Appreciate All right, Greg. Thank yep. you. More I couple coming your way. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we didn't the realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now Gosh. we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench. And go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Rob and Chris live from the TireRack.com studios. Look, we would like to welcome in two new Florida affiliates, Rob. The new Fox Sports Radio Jacksonville, that's 9.30 Mm a.m. And the new Fox Sports Radio Orlando, 97.9 FM and 8.10 a.m. Very so nice. Welcome aboard. Yes, by VP of Programming Rick Everett and Program Director Kyle Cassandra. So to all of our new listeners in Jacksonville and Orlando, thank you for picking up The Odd Couple. That's right, baby. 
All right, Rob. Um, we talked about Clay Thompson getting benched yesterday, and boy, did he answer. I mean, sure I give did. him credit. He didn't mope. Right, he even said that before the game, he thought about Manu Ginobili going to be a Hall of Famer, or is he already in? But you know, Hall of Famer uh, came off the bench his entire career, and so he 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 looked at it in a, a positive way. Obviously, it's tough, and Robbie went out there and dropped thirty five points, uh, and so you know, in a win. So I give him credit for that because you know he's had a tough time dealing with the decline of his career. Um, and let me just throw this out there. I'm not trying to say he's anything close to the old Clay, but he still is averaging 17 points a game. And so, um, Rob, if he, you know, we'll see how he continues to do uh, coming off the bench. But if he can play well, that could be a nice spark for them. Yeah, but the only problem is, Chris, and here's the thing. He's not. He hasn't been consistent. He's had some big games or good games, right? But then yeah. follows those up with some bad games. Right. So he might have the thirty-five points. Is he going to have three points the next game? I'm just like that's been his issue, right? Would you say well, that's, that's fair? more? Well, but that's more emblematic of bench players. Bench players don't give it to you every single right. Game. No, Most but I'm them, saying, but this is. I'm just saying, but this year. Uh, when he was starting, he just wasn't that consistent. Right. He had a lot of stinkers in there as well. But, I mean, that's a great sign if he embraced it. Was it just a one-night thing? Or is this who he's going to be? You know what I mean, Chris? And I don't mean the 35 points. Right, but just, just the attitude. Well. Right, the attitude. Oh, yeah, hopefully he keeps this attitude. But I, I'll say this, Rob, as far as whether or not he can keep this up. Remember, when you're on the second unit, you are facing – for the most part, second-unit players. Right. Right? And so you, that's, you know, it's easier to score against them. You don't play as much. And so, you know, last night he was hot. And, um, you know, so it, it takes away the bad minutes. As you get older, you know, some of the minutes you're just coasting, right? Because you're older, you can't go all out the whole time. And so maybe he's able to play harder for more uh, higher percentage of time that he's out there. And, um, you know, he'll be playing against second unit players. So we'll see. I mean, obviously, like you said, nobody expects 35 a night. But no, if if even if he were to continue to give him 17, but it's a little higher percentage, right? It's fewer shots. Um, then, you know, that that might work out for him. We'll see. You know, it's only one game. Um, but and they been, and they almost lost that game, Chris. Even when yeah, scoring thirty five yeah. points, right? But they've been playing well. They've been playing better. I mean, make no mistake, they're not a contender. Um, but not not as playing, is playing, right now. Right? Yeah, they've been playing better lately. But we'll see. Uh, all right, the Odd Couple. You know, we got one hour left here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeart Radio app, and Sirius XM Channel eighty three. So y'all know what to do. Keep that bad boy locked. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 